Welcome to Gia's Italian Kitchen's podcast, where we share episodes and tips with you from our most amazing family recipes of Northern Italy. We do things differently. No more having to guess at internet recipes or rewind TV shows. We chop, dice, and create together and prepare you ahead of time. Let's get cooking. Oh, inside, outside, from your garden. So, rosemary in Iowa. So, different if you're in a different zone. But for Iowa, rosemary needs to come in. Um, basil is really hard for me to keep alive over the winter. So, I try, but it's, it's iffy. Um, parsley, usually, you can kind of leave it in your garden later, but it will die over the winter, but it'll stay into the fall a little bit. Um, so the, the three staples um, that can stay outside in Iowa, um, thyme, sage, oregano. They will look like they're dead, but they will come back in the spring. Um, my thyme plant is like literally this big. It's crazy. Um, okay, thyme, sage, oregano. Thyme, sage, oregano. And which ones do well when you bring them in? So rosemary, my rosemary bush is also like the size of a bee um, that I have transplanted inside outside for probably four years. And it's crazy. You need a big pot, but it does transplant okay from pot to garden, pot to garden year after year. Um, it also will kind of look like it's on its last leg, even inside in the winter, um, but it's alive. If, if you've got any green on there, it's alive. Your trick with your rosemary is, um, which is unlike most herbs, it likes to be um, wet. The branches, the, the needles, so I have a spray, like you would spray your, you know, if you're ironing and you're spraying your clothes, like a spray can, spray bottle like that, um, to spray your rosemary bush. That is what re you really need to do in the winter, and it'll, it will totally stay alive throughout the winter. Yeah, and the basil, you just kind of have to baby, make sure it's well-drained, it doesn't like to be soaking wet in the soil, so you... You also kind of need a big pot for your basil, bigger than you think, especially for the basil, because it likes to be likes to have a lot of room and it does not like to be soaked. Um, but it, it, you know, sometimes stays alive, sometimes not for the basil. Other questions? What is your vinegar spray? Or not vinegar, your olive oil, sorry. So olive oil, I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's a brand. I would say it's a type. So the question is, um, the, what kind of olive oil did we use? Always extra virgin olive oil. If it says robust or light or this and other adjectives, don't buy it. That means it's been processed, it's been heated, um, and there's other crap in it. If the ingredient on the back says the word refined, do not buy it. That means it's been heated and processed and it's actually not 100% olive oil. There's other oils that they've added but they can call it olive oil because it's more, I don't know what the percentage is, but if there's some olive oil in it, they can call it olive oil. But if it doesn't say extra virgin olive oil, and that's it, um, it's not It's not good. It's going to taste like a crayon. You, sh you should be able to tell. Like if, you buy, if you taste this and then you taste like a, a robust or a whatever, all these other adjectives, um, you should taste an olive. You should taste kind of grassy versus tasting a crayon. Like if you if it's not in a food and you're literally just tasting the olive oil on a spoon, it should be very apparent if it's good olive oil or not. Um, like a good wine, 
you don't want to drink a crappy wine, so you don't want to cope with a crappy wine. It's the same thing with the olive oil. It will enhance your food or it can make your food okay, but not great. So um, in my opinion, it's definitely worth um, spending a few extra dollars on the olive oil because it really does make a difference when you're cooking. Especially in a salad dressing when it's, when it's raw and you're not even you know, simmering something or whatever. Yeah. Jack? Two points of olive oil versus like avocado oil. So avocado oil I love. I love avocado oil, but I use it for different things. So if I'm making something Italian, I use extra virgin olive oil. If I'm um, basically using something that's not Italian, <laughs> I might use the, the avocado. But the, the big the big uh, difference is that the, the avocado you can have a higher heat point. So if you're going to um, turn something above like a medium heat on your stove to saute something, um, I wouldn't use olive oil because you're um, you're kind of breaking it down. It's going to get kind of, it's going to change the taste. It's going to pull some nutrients out. It might burn. Um, but the, olive, the avocado oil or like grapeseed oil, it has a higher heat point and that's better when you're um, doing that higher time to front stove. So if you smoke an oil, it's dead. Yes. Really? It's going to taste bad. I mean, you can use it, but it's going to taste bad. Olive oil is really just low to medium heat if you're on the stove. So if you're, like when I start a sauce, I always use extra virgin olive oil, but I'm doing like my onions and my garlic on super low heat, and I'm sauteing them for a few minutes, but I'm never going past the medium heat. Great questions tonight, guys. Is it true that your olive oil is your only find in the last part? Is it by the beginning of the last part? Is it by the beginning of the last part? Is it by the beginning of the last part? That's a good question. Um, I'm trying to picture what I have at home. I'm like, that makes sense. You know what? All of my olive oils at home are either, they are, they're in a glass or they're in the, I buy the three quart tins from um, Graziano's in Des Moines because they have all important stuff. Um, and that's in its clear I never, I never connected the dots. It is. No, it's a tin or a glass. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's 100%. But I'm going to check that out at the grocery store. Because it could be that there, it's in a plastic. I'm not really sure. Well, they also said it just doesn't last as long in plastic. So that's part of the reason that's too big, Yeah, and you don't want it to soak any of the plastic yeah. stuff. Into yeah, so in general, like I don't like you know you don't want to use plastic in general, but um, yeah, that probably is that probably is true. I'm gonna, I'll check that out. Um, I, I I know all the oils that I have in my house are glass or tin. Now that you say that, picturing what I have, so I've got, probably got like six of them. <laughs> so if this is the last dish, what meats or other types of those fish or meats or you, I mean, anything. You could serve a, a chicken, a lamb, a steak. You could serve any sort of protein, a fish. Um, hi. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, like I said, they literally, they have salad, whether it's this panzanella or it's a green salad, every single meal. They have a salad of some sort. It might just be tomatoes and cucumbers with olive oil and sea salt. That might just be their salad. Um, but they, that's all, it's just a staple for their meal. So they would have any sort of uh, protein or a pasta or, or a risotto um, with that salad. So it could be any. 
There was some romaine in the mix that I bought, okay. but typically I only use arugula in the salad just to make it different than a green salad. I always thought that was more spicy. It is, yeah. The arugula is usually spicy. Maybe it is, but I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I will this last in a refrigerator covered up Really, probably just one day because the, the vinegar is already in there, so it'll start to break down the vegetables. Um, it'll be fine tomorrow, but after tomorrow, everything will kind of be start to get mushy. Um, you can make the dressing um, ahead of time. Like if you've got dinner tonight, you could make the dressing yesterday uh, and shake that up. And if, if you want, because it, then it'll, it'll marry even more with those dried herbs. So I do that all the time. That'll be a, a, a make ahead to, to do the dressing. Um, but then, and even chop your vegetables, but not combine it until the day of would be the best, best for the dish. What about storing your croutons? I'm sorry? Storing the croutons? Yeah, you could store the croutons in, um, in a Ziploc or in a, you know, storage container probably for several days. Yeah. I mean, in Iowa summer, maybe just a couple days if it's really humid out, but yeah, yeah. I would say easy two, three days. Well, thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining Gia's Italian Kitchen's podcast, where we connect you to loved ones through Italian food. If you'd like to see some past episodes, you can jump on our YouTube channel, Gia's Italian Kitchen, or we've posted the link down in these podcast notes. And for upcoming events and lots of recipes, you can visit our website at Gia's Italian Kitchen dot biz b-i-z and if you would like to leave us some comments or requests for this upcoming year 2023 we would love to hear from you you can send us an email kelly at gia's italian kitchen dot biz or send us a note in our website talk to you soon let's get cooking <laughs>